I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, everyone, and happy Wednesday. I wanted to remind you guys that tomorrow's episode will be the last one for the week because I do take off bank holidays, so there won't be one for Christmas morning. Just have to get that PSA out of the way because I got a ton of DMs the last time that I skipped and I had mentioned it maybe one time. And anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know and so you're aware. But without further ado, let's get into the news. For our first story today, we're discussing a Justice Department lawsuit against Walmart. And I wanted to go ahead and issue a trigger warning. This story has to do with opioids. So the opioid crisis has obviously been a shit show. And the truth is there are a lot of different people involved with it getting so out of control. The entities who truly profited off of people's addictions are at the core of who is culpable. And one of those groups according to the Justice Department, is Walmart. A newly filed lawsuit by the Justice Department argues that Walmart did not adequately screen for questionable prescriptions, despite their own pharmacists' warnings. Additionally, combined pressures of short staffing and the company pressure to fill scripts quickly combined to create a disaster zone where people could easily get sketchy scripts past the people filling them. Walmart says that the lawsuit is, quote, riddled with factual inaccuracies and cherry-picked documents taken out of context, end quote. But a more in-depth response seems that Walmart is ready to shift the blame away from their pharmacies and toward the doctors writing the actual prescriptions, which, let's face it, are incredibly culpable entities in this web of disaster. But it does seem like Walmart avoided you know, taking precautions that other pharmaceutical retailers chose to take in order to avoid filling scripts made out by sketchy doctors, such as 
as an example of this, other retailers did things like communicate with other local stores about rejections and why, and doctors who were bad actors simply giving those doctors these blanket rejections in the system so that somebody couldn't just go to one Walgreens, get rejected, and then go to the one next door and get their prescription filled. They had ways of communicating about bad actors. But Walmart is countering that type of argument that in saying that it's not a pharmacist's job to question a doctor's prescription. And if it were, they argue, it would lead to a whole host of other problems. But it does seem that other retailers were able to avoid similar charges to this. So they must have been having some type of system in place to avoid these bad acting doctors that Walmart doesn't. But we on the outside will just have to wait and see how this case shakes out and we will definitely keep you guys posted on it here on the News Du Jour. For our next story, we're discussing a volcanic eruption in Hawaii. So the volcano called Kilauea in Hawaii on the Big Island, erupted overnight on Sunday. It's caused some residents to have to evacuate due to ash blowing strongly in the winds, but not, fortunately, due to threats of people's lives due to lava. Kilauea is actually a super active volcano, so this is not an unusual occurrence, And it fortunately is located outside of town so as not to be too disruptive when it does decide to explode. But that doesn't mean that the pictures and videos are any less crazy looking. Definitely worth a quick Google search because with the big billowing orange clouds of ash in the sky and the rolling molten fire, it's exactly what you'd picture a volcanic eruption to look like. Definitely check that one out. And for our next story, West Point gets caught in a cheating scandal. Pretty awkward when the whole class gets a perfect score, huh, on the test? Was it too easy? I'm kidding. But at West Point Military Academy, they are facing one of their biggest academic scandals in a while. There were 70 plus cadets caught cheating on a virtual test. Almost all of them were quote-unquote plebs, which just means first-year students, and did not have any affiliation outside of this class. The last time such a big cheating scandal like this one went down happened at West Point back in 1976 when approximately 150 upperclassmen were caught in a much more in-depth pre-internet scandal. As of now, it seems like 55 cadets who admitted their cheating when questioned will actually have the possibility of remaining at West Point for the remainder of their schooling, but they will be forced into a rehabilitation program that pairs them with a mentor, has them write about what happened, and will have them placed on probation for the remainder of their time at the school. But those who did not admit any fault may face expulsion as the honor code for West Point states, quote, a cadet will not lie, cheat, steal, or tolerate others who do, end quote. 
Let's hope that they do hold all of these cadets to the highest standards because after all, they will literally be in charge of our military upon graduating and they need to be held to the highest standards in terms of honor and ethics. And for our next story, workers remove Robert E. Lee's imagery from the Capitol. So in a bipartisan vote of 305 to 113, the House of Representatives opted in July to remove all Confederate imagery, four portraits, and a statue of Robert E. Lee from the Capitol building. Every state is allotted two statues that will display in our nation's capital. And this statue was one of the ones that Virginia chose. It had previously been moved from the Capitol Rotunda, the Capitol's most prized real estate, down to the crypt, but that wasn't far enough. With the wave of BLM taking racial awakening in our country to new heights, Congress realized it was well beyond time to turn a new leaf. But beyond the incredibly important question of race, Robert E. Lee was a man who led the fight to divide our union in half. So it kind of makes him, or any other Confederates for that matter, a strange choice to be honored in our nation's capital to begin with. But that's not to say that the choice was without controversy. There are still those who are opposed to this shift, even now in 2020. Namely, President Trump and Trump-supporting Republicans. But regardless of its critics, the change had moved us forward. Instead of Robert E. Lee, Virginia will now display a new statue, one of a black woman named Barbara Johns. As a 16-year-old girl, Barbara Johns organized the walkout of her school to protest segregation. The walkout not only resulted in the integration of schools in her school district, but actually all around the country as the NAACP took on the case as the walkout escalated and that resulted in the landmark Supreme Court, Supreme Court case Brown versus Board of Education. Pretty incredible power for one 16-year-old girl. She died of bone cancer in 1991 and will soon be memorialized for her important work in our nation's capital. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, You think your pain and your heartbreak are unprecedented in history, the history of the world. But then you read, It was books that taught me that the things that tormented me most were the very things that connected me with all people who were alive or had ever been alive. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. 
You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement. And that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh,